Three surprising things that make a man miss you. Hey, I'm Antje Boyden. I've been a dating and relationship coach for 10 years. And here is what I have seen. Number three is play in a different dimension. Ooh, okay, so this is something really important to know because when a man disappears, when a man withdraws, which is probably why you're watching this video, right? Like when a man like doesn't pay you the attention anymore, it's because you got stuck in a cycle. He's taking you for granted, right? He's also stuck in his cycle as well. And oftentimes that cycle is in a fight or flight. It's more on an anim animal level, on a survival level, right? It's in a survival dimension, right? It's almost like an, like an animal kind of like dimension, right? And so when we're in that dimension, we're like very limited with our resource and what we can do and how much patience we have and how many creative ideas we can come up with and how we can actually, you know, just really foster our own emotional intelligence, right? But if you learn in those moments to not go into fight or flight, right? Uh, to not let your survival brain take over your lizard brain and go into story land and go into a future anticipation land. And you learn to play in a different dimension. Now, this can be, of course, accomplished by moving into the human dimension, right? Like what are you doing in the day-to-day, -day? also known as the action level. So what can you do differently in that moment when he withdraws, right? You know, of course, you can call a girlfriend. You can also meditate. You can pray. You can volunteer more. You can, you, there's a lot of things that you can do, right? So you want to really see, okay, that's like one aspect, right? However, the most powerful dimension you can step into is actually the transformational level. Okay, so when you trans, when you step into the transformational level, you talk about energy. Now, the truth of the matter is the reason why you attracted him into your, like, into your life, right, in the first place is because of the energy, right? So then why not also step into that level, but this time consciously, like in moments when he disappears, right? Because he was actually drawn to you because of this energetic frequency, right? This energetic alignment. Now, chances are, maybe you backtrack it. It may have been conscious or it may have been unconscious. You may have not been aware, right? So it's a really good time for you to start owning that you are creating, right? You are creating all the time. What you're manifesting is directly proportional to the energy you have inside of yourself, right? That you are actually focusing on at any given moment. And so now, guess what? If you want him to come back to you, right? If you want to know how to deal with this scenario, right? Like when he actually um, is not responding to you, right? And you want him to actually miss you so that he then, of course, comes back, right? You have to go into the energetic level again, And, and that just makes perfect sense, right? And people understand that they try to solve the problem um, at the same level that it was created. And of course, Albert Einstein says, like, that you, you can't do that. You know what I mean? You need to rise above the problem. 
And so you have to play in a different dimension. Now, also the reason why it starts missing you is because it's very intriguing. Because out of the sudden, you feel nourished, but it's not visible where you got the nourishing from, right? Or out of the sudden, you feel more confident and it's not quite clear what did you just do to get more confident? You know what I mean? Did you just take a confidence class? You know what I mean? Like out of the sudden, you're stepping into your queen like uh, my client Celine did, right? And then she attracted her man. So we worked a lot on the transformational level. And then she gets her dream proposal that you can't even imagine. That It's almost like beyond human comprehension in a Positano, right? Um, so that's what happens, right? You play in a different dimension. And then he is going to miss you like in two seconds because he secretly, and then this is kind of funny, right? But actually he secretly wants to play in that dimension too. So you're just kind of reminding him like, hello, there's a transformation level available. You know what I mean? Um, that's the connotation that you're invited to have with me, right? It's being on a transformation level. Number two is list all the times when you were in God's waiting room and it worked out. So now if he has withdrawn and you want him to miss you, he, you want him to value you, right? Like you want him to validate your existence, right? Like all the things that you do for him, then <clears throat> it's a good idea to be willing to be in the unknown. Now, how in the heck are you going to do that though? I totally get the question. Thanks for asking. Um, and that is, you're actually Remind yourself of all the times, right? You actually find a recollection in your brain, right? You reactivate that when things worked out, when you were actually in God's waiting room. You know, my pastor just talked about that um, on Sunday, and it was such a powerful message, right? It was really about, like, we're in God's waiting room for a reason, right? It's not like you're in God's waiting room, like, and nothing happens, you know, nothing occurs, right? Like, you're just... The carrot is in front of your nose, right? But rather, like, how can you see that waiting period <clears throat> as a potent moment, but as a moment of charge that's highly charged? And when you channel that charge in the right direction, you can actually become more magnetic. For example, when the waiting makes you extremely uncomfortable, right? Like it makes you feel like really vulnerable. Maybe you even feel embarrassed. Maybe you even feel shame, right? So you're very at this core of like your self-esteem. From that very place, out of no thing, everything can be created, right? And so if you want to out of a sudden actually create like more confidence, right? Or you want to actually create, you want to innovate, you want to come up with a new idea how to deal with the moment when he doesn't take you, when he takes you for granted, right? When he doesn't value you, right? Like you actually see like, okay, what was so great about being in God's waiting room? When was I in God's waiting room? And, you know, it's funny, she brought the example of, you know, that she was happy that she had to wait until she got pregnant um, because she would have, you know, not been a nice mom, right? So she had time to work on herself before she got pregnant. Now, I have to personally say, I was in God's waiting room <clears throat> before I met my husband Brody, right? I was single my whole life before I met my husband. And so um, I met him like 10 years ago. Next month, it's going to be 10-year meeting anniversary, right? 
But when I met him, I was like, I was even still sabotaging it because it was like too good to be true. I didn't know what to do with so much love, with so much attention, with a secure man who knows what he wants, who's masculine, who's grounded, who's aligned. I didn't know what to do with that. Like, I'm like, this is like foreign territory to me, right? And then what do we do? It's like we push it away. And so then I realized, wow, actually, you know, I had to be in God's waiting room because I was literally not ready, right? Now... Ready is obviously a myth. Like, it's, you're never really ready, but I, like, you want to be prepared to a place that when you meet your man, that you can actually work with him together on the rest, right? You actually have this beautiful dynamic together where you also heal together as well, right? So I encourage you to write down for you, you know, what were some positive things, reasons when you were in God's waiting room and you got something even better than what you anticipated. And that will give you the patience that you need. And like one expert said, you know, infinite patience causes immediate results. And finally, number one, ask yourself, right? Like which archetype, right? Is he not embodying? Like when we want a man to miss us, you know, when we want a man to cherish us, right? We almost have this man on a pedestal. You know, we want him to love us so much, right? And he's like, it means so much to you. You value it so much, right? You have so much weight on him, how he feels towards you and how, like, if he approves of you and so on, right? And why is that? Because what happens is you're actually like deleting, distorting, generalizing, and you actually don't see that, oh, wait a minute, he is not the whole enchilada. Like, he doesn't have all the qualities, right? But you're just like, oh, you know, that's good enough, right? Or, you know... So you actually really want to see, like, which archetype is he not a body? You know what I mean? Like, maybe he's, like, a very strong warrior. Maybe he works really hard, right? Maybe he's really funny, but actually he's not that embodied. You know what I mean? He doesn't have that masculine core. He hasn't gone through the ring of fire, which oftentimes is the case with an emotionally unavailable man, right? Every time when he gets close to the ring of fire, I call it, that's where he has to decide what's important to him. That's where he has to decide. He has to break through his fear of commitment. He has to break through his fear of the unknown, essentially, right? He has to break through the fear of transformation, of losing his um, identity, his individuality, all these things, right? So has he done that work, right? Or is he, is he like working on himself? Does he have a relationship with God? What is his relationship to his magician? Like the archetype of the magician. So you really want to see which archetype is he not embodying because that really helped so many of my women, right? Who went through my program because we really saw, wait a minute, hold on a second. He is actually not what all, what he's made out to be. You know what I mean? He's not the best thing since sliced bread. You know, he has so much work still to do. And there's so many men out there who are more advanced. Then he is right. And then the woman got to actually be like, oh, wait a minute. You're right. You know what I mean? Um, why is this so important to me that he values me? You know what I mean? Like he doesn't even have everything. Like he has to like lots of weaknesses and lots of insecurities, right? So you get to actually see him from a human standpoint. You actually get to see the real him, right? You actually take your rose colored glasses off that are so famous. And you actually get to see what's true. And rose-colored glasses really means just you become accountable for your deletions, for your distortions, and for your generalizations around this man, right? You know, every time when a woman comes to me and said, Auntie, out of the sudden, he just like served me divorce paper. Out of the sudden, he just like dropped me like a hot potato. And I always say, well, really, out of the sudden. So 
you know, how much have you deleted? Like how many red flags have you painted green along the way, right? Have you minimized, right? Like maybe he was already talking about himself. Maybe he was using non-committal language such as, you know, maybe, possibly, uh, might, you know, um, should, you know, versus I can or I am, I will, right? So all of these pieces go into it that you want to pay attention to. Now, if you want to learn more how to do all of that, how to attract the right man for you fast, then take my quiz. I hop on over at getlovequiz.com or click the link now in the description. Lots of love to you, ladies, and I will talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye.